Hello and welcome back to another podcast. We are going to talk about another Colleen Hoover book and a much anticipated book. We are sinking deep into the standalone psychological thriller novel. Yes, it is finally time for Verity. This book is something very different from what I am used to seeing when it comes to Colleen Hoover. She is mainly a romance novelist, and while this book definitely has elements of romance, I would say this book is mostly a psychological thriller. I have to say, I really enjoyed the breath of fresh air this book brings in her long list of amazing novels. When you go on Google and search for the term verity, the meaning of the word is a state of being true or real, which I find quite ironic as when you read this book, you're left unsure of what the truth is and what is a lie. I'm going to be completely honest with you and say I think this book might be a little above average and hear me out. I think the number one reason why people enjoyed this book was because it's a Colleen Hoover book and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is that when you think of book talk, most people will automatically think of Colleen Hoover and it's hard to scroll on book talk without having a Colleen Hoover post. But most of you probably enjoyed Verity because it's different from what Colleen Hoover normally publishes. I will be the first to admit that I only enjoyed Verity because it was short to read and it's different from all the other Colleen Hoover books. Verity by Colleen Hoover was first published back in 2018 and since its rise to fame through BookTok, it has sold over 3.5 million copies worldwide and also being nominated for the Goodreads Choice Awards for the Best Romance Novel in 2019. Verity follows the main character, Lowen Ashley, a struggling New York City writer who is dealing with the death of her mother and also a very difficult financial situation. When she meets Jeremy Crawford, the husband of a very well-known author, Verity Crawford. Jeremy has a proposition that he makes to Lowen where she must finish off Verity's very popular book series as she was in a car accident and is left unable to complete these novels herself. In order to write the last three books in the series, Lowen must take a deeper dive into the world Verity created, and that entails exploring the notes Verity has left behind at her estate in Vermont. But before Lowen can get her hands on the notes left for her, she accidentally comes across Verity's manuscript, which is her autobiography. Once Lowen opens Verity's autobiography, she is revealed to the truth of who Verity truly is. To say I was on the edge of my seat the entire time I was reading this novel would be a complete understatement because the way this book was written was definitely well thought out. The literature style of writing is very Colleen Hoover where she's focusing in on certain parts of a scene but doesn't reveal too much as to keep some elements a surprise. Colleen Hoover is a writer who tells you what is exactly happening and for this book book, it is very much needed as there is a lot happening all at once between Lowen and Jeremy at the estate and Lowen reading Verity's manuscript. It can become a little overwhelming. She goes into specific details if she wants you to focus on a certain quality, like how descriptive she is when she's referring to the first encounter that Verity has when she meets Jeremy. That passage itself is longer and you are left feeling like Verity has already developed an obsession with Jeremy just having met him, eliciting this feeling of unease and discomfort in us. 
I was about to rejoice when I was getting close to the end of this novel and Colleen Hoover had not yet added a letter into this novel. But I gotta say, would it really be a Colleen Hoover novel if it doesn't contain a letter? But all jokes aside, Colleen Hoover is infamous for adding letters into her novels, so I can't say I'm surprised. But still, it would have shocked me to think she would not put in a letter. But this letter is somewhat very important to the plot. While reading this novel, I was screaming at Lowen to leave, to just leave, because the entire time I had this really eerie feeling. Lowen Ashley was, in my opinion, really used as a vessel to convey the main plot of this novel because the main character really is Verity. This entire novel is centered around Verity, but Lowen was the added dimension to add the suspense to the novel. If you really think hard about this novel, we don't get to see any character development in terms of Lowen other than her ending up with Jeremy and having a child at the very end of the book. She doesn't gain anything from Verity's story other than her husband and essentially Verity's life in a very weird way. It's like she replaced Verity in her own story. Other than those two points, I don't really see the need for Lowen to be in this novel at all. I know that sounds harsh, but just think of it as if she wasn't involved at all in this story, the book would have continued without her. Lowen, for me, came across as a little timid as, at times, she kind of alluded to things happening with Verity, but not really having the courage to go and find out for herself, or when the opportunity presented itself to having a relationship with Jeremy, she never really pursued it further. And yes, before you come for me, I get that confronting Verity and being labelled a homewrecker are scary things to deal with. But what I'm trying to say is that Lowen was very much a one-dimensional character that had issues she had to deal with, but at the end of the day, she never had anything to lose in this story. Now on to Jeremy. I, from the very first moment of meeting him, felt like he had a past to hide. From the first moment we meet Lowen, he wasn't very forthcoming with the truth. The probability of them meeting the way they did was definitely one in a million, and it's crazy to think that their first encounter with each other was because they witnessed someone else's death. I mean, if that doesn't stand out and grab your attention right away, I don't know what will. Jeremy then proceeds to help Lowen clean up, and then they say their goodbyes and go off in different directions to later find out they were attending the exact same meeting. To me, Jeremy could have introduced himself to Lowen at any of those given times and said, hey, I think we're going into the same meeting. Let's walk over together. It is said that he has studied Lowen's previous books before choosing her to finish off Verity's novels. But doesn't that mean he knows what she looks like and why she might be willing to take on this job and some details of her life before meeting her face to face? He had every chance to introduce himself to her before their meeting and he chose not to. I felt like he was holding some cards close to his chest and not revealing his true colours. This continued throughout the novel as Jeremy is portrayed as this average man who married an extraordinary woman, Verity, who had a very troubled and obsessive personality trait where she would always want to make him happy until the point where she wasn't happy at all. How he always wanted to have children but she never did to the point where she kills both her twin daughters 
all because Jeremy wanted children and Verity never wanted them. And having them would destroy her beauty and make her less attractive to him. But the one thing that still gets me to this day is how Jeremy is a master manipulator. He knew about Verity's manuscript and still let Lowen read the entire autobiography without so much as saying a word to her that he had that knowledge to begin with. At the end of the day, Jeremy was just an instigator and let everything play out as it should have without doing much. To me, he is a heartless killer who really didn't care much for his family and in the end still had a mediocre life. Now on to Verity. Where do we even start? Personally, Verity never really had any huge backstory other than how she and Jeremy met and the crazy in-depth detail of their sex life, which I was definitely not expecting from this novel. So that kind of threw me off. Verity seems like she was a very talented writer, but with a troubled history of people-pleasing. I mean, we don't get a lot of details about Verity before she became a hugely successful author, but I think Verity's beauty was more highlighted in the novel and that became the driving factor for her relationship with her husband, Jeremy. Verity is a deeply jealous and protective person when it comes to him and her actions are a direct result of Jeremy's actions and therefore she has made her entire life about him. To sum up Verity as a character, I believe we are meant to hate Verity for what she has done to her family and for killing Chastain and Harper. But just like Colleen Hoover's books, they are confronting topics and they are meant to elicit emotions because she has decided to write about such hard-hitting subjects. We only see the true version of Verity, and I'm saying this with quotation marks, because we only know Verity from the autobiography she wrote and left behind. I really don't know what side of Verity is true from the last piece of information given to us in this book. Now, before we get into what I think is the truth of the matter, are you team manuscript or team letter? I want to talk about the special edition of Verity with a gold cover and the extra bonus chapters. Now, if you loved this book, then you probably have seen and purchased the gold cover hardback edition of Verity. But if you are not a huge lover of this book, then I think you should give it a miss because the extra chapters don't really go into too much detail about whether the manuscript or the letter was the truth. The bonus chapters basically tell you three months after Lowen and Jeremy have a daughter named Nova. The three of them and crew all move to North Carolina and have settled until one day they run into Verity's friend Patricia. And to keep all their secrets from getting out, Jeremy decides to kill her and protect his family. I gotta say, I'm not completely happy with how Colleen Hoover has enticed her fandom into buying this edition of this book because there is this false promise of finding out what happens next, but the bonus chapters never reveal anything important. To me, I felt like this was just another cash grab by Colleen Hoover and honestly, I'm a little disappointed. If you're going to add a bonus chapter and make me pay for a copy that is a hardcover and gold, then please make the bonus chapter something exciting, not just about Jeremy killing someone or Crew's mental instability. To answer my question before, 
I'm team manuscript. I felt like the letter was a last minute ditch effort to add even more suspense to this novel and I gotta hand it to her, it really worked. But there were so many things that just didn't add up if the manuscript wasn't the real version of Verity that we see. For example, how Verity talked in so much detail about her resentment towards Harper and Chastain and how she wanted to kill them even before they came into the world. What I don't get is, the manuscript states that Chastain was born with a scar along her face and that actually happened because Verity says she wanted to abort her pregnancy with the twins using the clothes hanger convincing me that the manuscript was actually real. Adding to that, Verity said in her letter that women don't care that much about sex. But why did she write pages about her sex life with Jeremy that we don't get to read if it wasn't needed for her writing exercise? It's not like her novel was exclusively talking about the sex life of a villain, so really there was no need for that to be included. Or how Jeremy knew about the manuscript before Lowen got her hands on it and never corrected anything about it, meaning those events actually happened in that order. How could this be a writing exercise? Verity did not tell her husband she was doing all of this for her novels. Personally, I feel like that is something you would want to disclose to your husband because it's rather confronting. Also, I refuse to believe that Crew knew how to self-inflict pain without Verity being an example. I don't see a reason why Verity, whom we find out is completely able-bodied, could have run away with Crew sooner. Jeremy was in New York for some time and she could have killed Lowen before leaving. As at that point, Lowen was very was getting pretty suspicious of Verity's state of mind and being paranoid of what was going on in that household. It states in the letter that Verity was trying to find the manuscript and take that and crew with her. But she must have had some idea that Lowen would have gotten her hands on that manuscript, therefore stopping her from leaving. But there is also another small part of me that believes the letter might have been the truth, as this also makes the story take a really dark turn. What if Verity was actually telling the truth, and this entire manuscript was just a writing exercise she did to help her get into the villain's mindset? And to make it easier for Verity, she used her everyday life as the plot to write her manuscript. That Verity was innocent and what happened to her daughters was just an accident. She felt the loss of her children and since it was too hard to cope with the grief of losing them, she writes that she kills them just to dissociate from what she went through. If that makes any sense. The reason she chose to write about her life is that she knows herself very well and therefore it is easier to just focus and hone in on her skills at writing from the villain's point of view and that in the end Jeremy was actually the true monster as he found the manuscript early on and believed every word and never gave Verity the chance to explain herself and eventually kills her in the worst possible way. Well I think we have just about uncovered everything that has to do with this book Verity. This book goes into some degree of child abuse and varying levels of psychotic behavior. It uncovers dark truths and the hidden lies between the pages of this manuscript. 
The characters are flawed in many ways and the relationships they have are not always truthful. But everything happened at the Crawford household in Vermont and that's where all these secrets shall stay. Just like every other Colleen Hoover book, I felt like Verity was also a book that was unfortunately very overhyped. This is all because of book talk and my expectations going into this were, I would have to say, very high. Was I satisfied with this read? Absolutely. And did it deliver on the suspense and thriller aspect? Without a doubt. But like I said at the start, people only liked this novel because it was not something they had seen Colleen Hoover write before, which is new and interesting for some people. And lastly, I would like to tell people to go read it because I would love to see if they were on team manuscript or team letter. It states in this novel, the truth will set you free and to say that this book revealed the total truth would be a lie. But what is not a lie is I am going to give Verity by Colleen Hoover a three out of five stars. Okay, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know I have a lot of book talk fans who love Colleen Hoover, so I know you will show this podcast some love. And like always, thank you, and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye.